What up? What up? What's up? His and hers uncensored. We back again with this episode. How y'all been? Uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, it's definitely come up. It's the week of Christmas. Hope everybody's finished all their shopping. We not, but <laughs> we will. Yeah, we will be. We will be. So what's up, babe? What we uh, what we talking about tonight? Well, first of all, we apologize for our little two-week hiatus. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we definitely was off, but I've still been on a high since being engaged. So you know, just been. And we getting married next month, y'all. Like so, it's it's Dang, been it's bro. been it's been rough. Like we getting married next month. Like no time in between. Like it is what it is. If you're gonna do it, do it. You feel me? So that's that's something else that's been going on with us. Yeah. So in the midst of being engaged and being excited, I've also been planning a wedding. Uh-huh. So we're back. <laughs> but we back. um we back, we back, we back. What I wanted to talk about tonight was yesterday we had our last event of twenty twenty. Um and it was just basically a round table conversation uh-huh. about relationships. Um my plan initially how I thought that it would go it actually I feel went a little bit more better a small intimate setting Mm -hmm. um and we ended up getting some gems from uh someone who's been married for 30 years that's aspirational for me yeah um and so I really wanted to soak up that knowledge because she dropped a lot of things that I was like, you know, I never thought about it like that. But right. if it's lasted 30 years, it's something to at least take a look into. Right. So shout out to Sylvia Glanton for her mom's amazing advice. Also for Ooh. being a panelist um, for us, we had Justin DeBose, who also gave us his um, perspective as a male, mm-hmm. as a clinician, as someone who's worked with couples. Right. Um, Sylvia came with the financial aspect. Um, get at her, you guys, for right. financial coaching. Right. She's amazing. Um, Personament Solutions is her business. Right. And we also had Crystal Hudson who came and spoke to us um, a little bit about influencing and how that has affected um, her family and marriage mm-hmm. and, uh, balancing it. and balancing it all with social right. media. Right. So I appreciate you guys being a part of it. Um, and everyone who came to participate, even if you bought a ticket and you didn't show up just for supporting us, it was so much love. It was. So it was, it um, was it I was. wanted to talk about how that conversation went. Um, Maybe we could start fresh after these messages. These messages will be right back. Alright y'all, we back, we back, we back. Hit hers uncensored. uncensored. Yes, sir. So go ahead, babe. We're gonna start that conversation. Okay, so um 
the first thing that I wanted to talk about um, was something that Sylvia pointed out, and we have had conversations about it, um, but how the women of today are different from the women, I guess. Like I guess you could say yesterday, yeah. Day, yesterday women. Yesterday. Uh, because she said those women, as far as financially, weren't in the position to just leave a relationship. And I think that is a very huge factor when thinking about the divorce rate of today and mm-hmm. how much women will put up with and the independent woman syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's what made me think about it because I think that it is important because we have grown and matured as women or knowledge has been passed down to, yes, have a nest egg and and just be prepared for the worst, as you say, and embrace the best. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to think that it's like I'm having this next egg just to prepare for divorce because it could be anything simply as if the man is the breadwinner and he's taking care of everything and then something drastically happens to him. You need to be able to stand on your feet and actually take care of it for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So when she dropped that gem, I was just like, you know, that's as simplistic as it sounds. It's important because women think I got to have my own money just in case he want to leave. But you got to have your own money. and You got to have your own skills Regardless. just in case you need to take over. Just right. in case you need to be that person for the family. Sickness could happen. Um disabilities could happen anything could happen because this is supposed to be for a lifetime so you don't want to get to that moment and say well he took care of everything so i don't know how to i don't know what to do i don't have a skill i have no work experience you don't want to be able to say i don't even know how to manage the money and the bills because that was not for me right you want to be able to do those things so how you feel about that um i i definitely agree with you like i don't see anything wrong with having a nest egg rather it was for in case this doesn't work out or just a savings like you know what i'm saying like a separate savings from you know our savings together like i don't i don't mind that you know it's it's all insurance you know like i said yesterday you know in case something happened you know so i'm i'm 100 with that it, it it doesn't bother me um, I know yesterday she was speaking about just like pretty much woman empowerment and and women just you know preparing for the future or whatever. But I'm I'm like that in general. Like I said yesterday, I never uh, downplayed you or said don't have it. I always encourage you to have some, even though I think you felt un- you felt uncomfortable having it or something like the way you you gave it to me. But I was like no, like prepare for the worst you know like because rainy days happen and they have like insurance is a company in case something happens i'm saying so it's no reason for you not to have your own insurance on the side i mean like i don't do it you know i might do it now like for sure like literally like take notice of what i'm doing and put some up to the side like we can have our savings then we can have our separate savings just in case something happens, you know, because mm-hmm. because we cannot predict the future. Mm-hmm. So I don't see anything wrong with, you know, uh, having a nest egg, something to start with, you know. 
And I think that it was always in the context or in the climate of the confirmation of the conversation that we were having. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I think that those conversations always happen after we had an argument or in the midst of. So I wasn't able to receive it how I received it after we let would later talk about it. Right. Because, you know, we ha- you know, I-, I dealt with my you are the first person that I've ever been in their space or I've integrated into their space. It's mm-hmm. always been mine and then I'll have invited someone to my space. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if it didn't work, this is it was my different space. For you. Right. So it was very, very different for me to be in your space. Although you always wanted to correct me on stating that, but literally, legally, this is your space. Mm-hmm. So it that was different for me. That was like a a, a trust moment where it's like you have all this, for lack of better words, power over my well-being or my shelter. And that was a hard pill for me to embrace. But I, and, and, and this is what I was saying. Like, there was never any power over your well-being because no matter where... And this is what when I used to say, like, have your own. Like, be prepared. Like, if you feel like that... Be prepared. Don't ever give anybody any kind of power over your well-being. That's why I'm saying, like, have a nest egg. If if you be like, I don't like how you wash those dishes, and that's the end of this relationship, you should be able to get up and go. That's how I feel. And that's what I always preach to you, didn't I? I was always like, yo, prepare. Like, if that's how you feel, you know, have your... Uh, eggs in the in the basket and and be ready to go. Like never, never put yourself in a situation to where like you gotta figure it out afterwards. You know what I'm That's how I feel. But, but the thing is, I my perception of it is very different because if we were blending mm-hmm. and moving forward, and this is before we were engaged, but if this mm-hmm. is what we're speaking about, then how I would hear it from you is like, nah, do your own thing when it was a conflict because you would say you don't want me to do my own thing. And so I didn't receive it like, oh, just in case, because I told you this, like, I only want to be married once. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. And I am choosing to love and fight Mm -hmm. for a relationship daily. Right. So... I'm not thinking about if I need to get quickly make a move and have somewhere else to go because it's as if you are preparing to lose. That's how I looked at it. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like a nest egg is important for our family Mm -hmm. in case something happens. Right. And um, it can always be for the family but you have to think of being prepared for what you're not prepared for. Because like I say, like we don't know the future. So so that's how I come across with everything. I don't know what tomorrow's going to be. You know, like once you, a lot of people say this and I take it seriously. I look at the world like the matrix. And once you realize you don't control 
anything as far as life or death, it makes you look at everything differently. Like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Once you realize that people are crazy out there and you driving down the street, all they got to say is let me turn to the left real hard right now to end my life and you're in their way. You know what I'm saying? It'll make you look at everything completely different. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. y'all we back his or hers uncensored Alshay Whitney Whitney and Alshay um so like I was saying you know like I definitely 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 prepare for I, I would like to prepare for I don't you know how I would go um it's easy to give the gym but you don't really take your own gym you know what I'm saying what's the how do how, how they say uh, uh practice what you preach it's easy to preach it but it's hard to practice it but I don't see anything wrong with preparing for what is possible it's possible everything is possible you know it's possible for us to just like end it all tomorrow we're not getting married we're not engaged i never wanted to do it da, 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 da. and let's go you see it's everything is possible so i prepare for everything that is possible and everything is possible and i'm saying we could be happy for a hundred years and on that 101 year we were like we don't want this no more you know what i'm saying so that's just how i think you know what i'm saying you got to be prepared for what you're unprepared for that's that's just how i look at it you feel me it's no i don't want to be with you because i want to be with you baby forever because you are my baby but you know that's just how i am what do you think that's just how you are <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, we're, we are our, our individual selves, you know, just prepared, just preparedness, preparedness. It's like studying for a test, you know, you know how people can study, study, so study, study, and just overstudy. The then mm. you pretty much, and prepare, then you pretty much know the outcome. Not true. A test is made to be taken mm. and made with answers to get 100%. Mm. So if you, especially if you study, make your own study guides or get a study guide from a teacher, they are preparing you for what the test will have. They will not ever teach you something that's not... They're, ne they're never going to test you on, on something that shouldn't have been either taught in their class or prepared before. So the reason that I don't look at it like that is because... Just think about the secret. If, if we focus and we sit there and think about, okay, this is what the outcome... This is could be this is what the outcome could be mm -hmm. this is what the outcome could be mm -hmm. then that could manifest to be the outcome mm -hmm. but if we're going to say that we are thinking of the glass half full and being positive instead of pessimistic mm -hmm. then why is it not okay to say okay my nest egg is for this and not even be thinking about that because anything could happen that could 
I, I, there are a lot of reasons why you won't have a partner anymore. Mm-hmm. It could be divorce. It could be death. It could mm-hmm. be um, disability. It could it could be a lot of things of why right. your partner is not who they were. Right. But why does it? Why would I want to focus on disability? Or why would I want to? You're focus not on necessarily dis- focusing on disability. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But. I don't look at it like that, but I also have to be sensitive to the fact that you have been there before. So that's your mindset, but I don't, I've never experienced it. And that's not something that I say when I go into, I make commitment. That's what I want to do. Like my commitment doesn't end based off of feeling feelings are fleeting, but if it's a commitment, that's what I I'm committing to. And I, I don't, I don't take my word lightly. I've never said vows, but I don't take my vows lightly. So I don't see it as I'm going to have this nest egg just in case we get divorced. No, I'm having this to prepare for whatever worse could come up. I don't think I need to be specific. You understand? Like, I'm not going to say, oh, this nest egg is because anything could happen like divorce. I mean, anything could happen. We could use it as a family, mm-hmm. or we our kids could go to, go to college and be just that just that amount of money short to finish paying for school. Why mm-hmm. put them in debt? Pay for it. It's just it's a lot of reasons, and I maybe I'm hearing it differently from you because, like I said, our lenses are very different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you're 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 just focusing. You're just focusing it on marriage. That's what you're doing. Like, I never said that uh, having this day just because we don't. I mean, I gave other examples within it, but you're just focused on the separation aspect of it. I said anything can happen. Like, it's possible for anything to happen. I'm not just focusing on the nest egg uh, as far as, okay, I was married for such and such long and now the marriage didn't work, so I need to have a, a starting point. I'm, I'm speaking in general with anything. Like I said, like we could be married for 100 years, but okay, say like you just said, what if something do happen? You know, like I said, we have to focus on us being individuals and anything can happen in our individual lives. Like accidents are real. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't hurt to be prepared for what you're not prepared for. That's the whole thing. You know I'm saying even like just because I put, okay, like I say, uh, okay, let's be specific and just talk about um, us together as far as being in, being married and everything. You know, not necessarily saying that we will separate, but like I said, I give the, uh, someone else has their life too and they're thinking about ending their life and I'm just coming home to be with you and then I'm in their way. I'm saying, not necessarily saying that we didn't work out, but life happened. I'm saying, because life is real. You know what I'm saying? So don't take it so personal as far as having an SA just in case we don't work out. Because that is not the case. But like I said, you have to be prepared for the possibilities of things happening. And that is a possibility. You know what I'm saying? I agree There's a possibility that. that I might not wake up in the morning. There's a possibility that I might, you know, get up from this couch right now, trip over the step, hit my head on the table. That's a possibility. 
And I'm saying it's not necessarily our relationship not working. That was just an example. But I don't want you to like hold on to that and saying I'm saying have a nest a nest egg because our relationship might not work. No, what I'm saying is the times that we have discussed it prior to mm-hmm. my my mind was one track like as far as us and relationship exactly being in so an I was saying exactly in the mm-hmm. in the midst of an argument I'm saying okay I got this much money this is what I got to do because I am in his space mm-hmm. that was my mindset yeah and I always said stop thinking like that glass half full didn't I tell the audience didn't I and so what didn't was- I tell the audience didn't I <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So, what was the thing that you got from me yesterday? Something that you wanted to speak about? Well, what I got from it is that we're gonna take a quick break <laughs> and come back with the rest of this thing, thing right here. We'll be right back, y'all. His hers on sister. I'll share with you with it. I'll share. All right, y'all, we back. So uh, what was your question, babe? What was, I? you know, I spoke about Sylvia. Then you can speak about something that you got from it. And then we can end on the 30 year. Um, it wasn't really uh, what I gained from. It was one of the questions. Um, what was the question that the one girl said about uh, um, dating multiple people? Were, were you there? No, I think you had stepped away for a second. But she was like, um... Say you're dating Luke, John, and Joe, and you're being specific with them about marriage and wanting a family and everything like that. Not saying that you're going to get a family with Luke, John, or Joe, but you just being uh, uh, upfront with one of those things. And uh, the counselor guy, he was like, you know... um, he wouldn't go in and just be like on a first date or second date, like, yeah, I want to get married and all that stuff. And um, I was agreeing, I was in agreement with him about that. But at the same time, you know, I explained to the young lady, like, yo, be real with yourself. There's nothing wrong with wanting what you want. But if you're liking Dick, John, and Harry, um, whoever they are, <laughs> if you're, if, if you like them, like it's nothing wrong with liking these people, but when you like someone and you know what you want, you do see or don't see the things with the individual that you're dealing with. We compromise the things that we want. no. I'm sorry, we compromise the things that we need with the things that we want. And I'm saying, like, you need somebody to be here, A, B, and C, but we're so uh, in headlights with the things that we want. We want to be with somebody right now, but it stops you from getting to the person that you need to be with. 
You know what I'm saying? Does, does that make sense, babe? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, once you realize what you need in a relationship, you won't give in to the things that you want because the person you need will give you those things that you want. I'm saying, but like I, I told her, I said, people forget how to date. Like they, they, they forget what dating is. Dating is getting to know uh, the people that you're talking to. I'm saying like we get it mixed up with just having sex. You don't have to put out. It's like something that people just expect these days and they do it. I'm saying like, but you don't have to. You make the grown decision, the adult decision to put out, to have sex, which you don't have to. I'm saying so once you realize what you want and you're talking to somebody you would realize that this person is or isn't what you want or what you need, you know, and you won't give them that opportunity. Don't be afraid to lose what you want to get what you need. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what's going to make your partner elevate to what you need. I'm saying forget what you want. Look for what you need. And you'll get that from the person that you probably want at that time. I hope I'm not spinning you too crazy, but it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because they always say or you get out of the relationship what you allow. You know what I'm saying for women. You know what I'm saying men are only going to do what you allow. But and women one, too. Like- yeah, facts, facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? And once you eliminate the things that you don't want. I'm saying like you'll get a lot of what you need. What I hear and correct me if I'm wrong, what I mm-hmm. hear you saying You're is, wrong. Saying no, go ahead. <laughs> people sacrifice what they need mm-hmm. for the luxury of what they want. Mm-hmm. So like What you, you want is like drug money. And what you need is a career. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense People, so in a sense, because people need, I mean, we are humans and we are made for companionship. Mm-hmm. You need a safe, trusting companionship, but because you just want, like, you need a quick fix, you'll just settle right. and get somebody who might not be trusting or who might not be deserving. Let's say, and and, and this would be a little more easy. Okay, say you're not a sexual person. I'm saying like you don't, hypothetically, you don't like sex. But you know, Uh but but you know you need to have sex to have a baby because you Mm. want a baby. You need a baby. But you only want to have sex when you're horny and that doesn't happen often. But if you go home and masturbate, you'll never have a baby because you only masturbate when you're horny. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're not giving yourself time to meet somebody when you're in that mood to have a baby. You know what I'm saying? I hope I hope that was a, a different analogy that people could uh, it was different. visual it was visualize. Different. You know what I'm saying I'm you say you could visualize. It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. But, uh, so we take this quick break and come back and talk about the 30 year marriage. And our final thoughts. Yeah. All right, y'all. We be back.
Okay, we're back. His and hers uncensored. Uncensored. Okay, so what I did want to gather from the 30 year relationship, and babe, I'm saying this to the world, I'm saying this to you. Mm-hmm. Hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. But, and I had to, I felt a tinge of guilt when she said it because I'm like, ah, that just sounds more peaceful. <laughs> but she said, I recognize that when my partner wants to argue or is in a lashing out or argumentative mood, that he's not being himself. So I just let it go over his head, go over my head and let him have his moment. And then sometimes I reel him back in and say, okay, I didn't get with a boy. I got with a man. And I... I felt that ting in my heart because I said, sometimes I just got to get the last word in or sometimes I just got to get my point across. But sometimes it's not, it's not important. Sometimes I don't have to say anything. I could just say, he's not being himself right now. And I'm going to let him have his moment. I don't know what he was up against in the world today. But I'm not going to let this carry on in our relationship or in our day. And she said, because of that, they have only argued three times in their 30-year marriage. In their first eight years, I think. Huh? Yeah. Um, I don't want y'all to No, because in the first eight years, she said they didn't argue at all. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't want y'all to think like I'd be out here just like, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the case. Definitely not the case. Um... I don't think we have those moments. Um, my thing for you would be sometimes I do want to step away from the conversation because we are arguing. And when we're arguing, we're not, we're, we're in a space of, I don't want to listen to you. And that's fair to be there because we're human. We have our emotions. Like right now, I do not want to listen to you. I am way past listening. Now I'm in a fighting mood. But when you are uh, self-evaluating 24-7, you know you get into these moments. And if I'm going to, I'm telling you, yo, I'm trying to fight right now. So it's better if we don't talk and come back to it later. That is fair babe thing is she want to fight she don't know how to stop in that moment and self-evaluate in that moment and come back to the table at a you different time you make it seem like I just be out here nagging and no you, you don't nag you don't nag you just need the situation to be handled right then and there I am I, I definitely because I don't like but we can't handle the situation if I'm in the mood of fighting or you understandable <laughs> but that's why you probably should start arguing with me argument with me in the morning because I don't want to go to sleep because I have been honest and transparent with you about it if that's how we go to sleep that's what's on my mind and I'm probably not going to sleep because I just feel like there has to be some peace within us and we have been much better about that because as I look back when I heard her speak our most strained moments was when there was literally something going on in our relationship and that's when we it was like a distrust it was um hurt it was argue it was confused it was a lot going on 
And I feel that looking back on it, if I had maybe given you that moment, then maybe it wouldn't have been. Or maybe if you had done something different, then maybe it wouldn't have been an argument. There was a lot of ways to say we could have rectified past arguments. But going forward, I I hope to look at it differently. That's what I gained from it. Like, if we do get to a point where it feels like it's an often thing or on the brink of, maybe we can both evaluate what's going on with the other person. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I hear you. But it's always a... Because, like, I'm not going to speak it, but... You know, we get in our modes. You know what I'm saying? We're we're yelling. And once we get there, let's not continue. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing for us to talk about if we're yelling. Because you can't talk and yell at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, let's step away. Understand that we're going to come back. Because me and you always come back. We always come back and talk about it again. We just need to put that pride aside that's in our stomach at that moment. Cool down and come back because we always come back. You feel me? And sometimes me or you is just in a arguing mood. And it's, we're human, you know? We get there sometimes. Sometimes you want to be mad. You just want to be upset. And that's fair because we're human. But one of us got to be the mature person at the time. I'm not going to always be mature. You're not always going to be mature. And you have to realize it and and understand that and catch it in the moment. That's how I feel. Come back and talk about it sensibly. Because all we do once we start yelling is hurt each other's feelings. And then start getting real nitpicky. And we start getting petty. And the longer we yell, the pettier we get. Then you start saying stuff that you don't want to say. And then we got more stuff to apologize for. And then more stuff to think about. Well, you said this. But if we stop talking and come back, we won't do those things. That was my final thoughts, (laughs) y'all. How you feel about that, babe? Well, my final thoughts are always and still... You have to choose every day mm-hmm. to love someone and to work and to be in a relationship um, with them and in relation with them um, because you're not probably always going to like somebody, but loving them should be unconditional. Mm-hmm. I say that because even with your own children, you may not like what they do, but you're still going to love them. Mm-hmm. There are times that my child makes me upset and I'm irritated, but there's nothing I wouldn't do to protect and love her. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Ashton. There's nothing that nothing that I could be up against that I see that is going to make me ever bow down from protecting or loving him. Mm-hmm. And so I think about that in the same way with you. I might not like you, but I think about the meme where the it was a cartoon old couple. They didn't like each other at the moment. They had their backs turned, but it was raining and he still held their umbrella for her. And so anything we might not we might be at odds, but 
whatever want to come up against him got to see me too. Even though I might not be a whole Rottweiler, I'm a pit bull. So I just feel that you have to choose to make that decision every day. And there's no end for me as far as uh, preparing for a divorce. That's not me. So I think that the choices that we make determine the trajectory of our relationships. And that's my final thought. Boom. So, you know, y'all, leave us some comments. Send us some messages. Send us some texts. Let us know what y'all think. Give us your thoughts. Let us know what you want us to talk about next time. And we'll be back. His or hers uncensored. I'll share Whitney. Uh, Whitney and I'll share. We out. Thank you.